0: The Vikings postgame report Christmas Eve originates from US Bank Stadium. And uh, hello, what's going on, I'm Paul Allen, joined by Pete Bursage, former linebacker and a linebackers coach and analyst for the Vikings Radio Network. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. They beat the Minnesota Vikings 30 to 24, but they won the division for the first time in 30 years. And, and to put that in perspective, there are 89 players on the Minnesota Vikings roster. Only seven of them were born. <laughs> the last time the Detroit Lions won the division, so yeah, I
1: was in college. I I'm mean, putting, it's, like, it's yeah, crazy. I,
0: I was starting my first year as a racetrack announcer in San Francisco. I've called, I've called 30 years of races. So the just uh, see the forest for the trees. Congratulations to the Lions. They won the division in a tightly contested game with some very, very wonky officiating. Nick Mullins with a bunch of interceptions. Your thoughts?
1: Um, you know, I, I, I like the way we came out in the second half to, to be able to just get out in third quarter, take the football, go right down and score. And then it was the next it was the next couple possessions that really that really got us because we had the lead at that point. And then we allowed a thirteen place, seventy-five yard drive that took seven minutes and eighteen seconds to make it twenty-three to twenty-one. Then our offense went three and out. And then our defense gets back on the field, and it's a fourteen-play, eighty-three-yard drive, six minutes and fifty-four seconds to make it thirty to twenty-one. So you go from you go from having a lead to a two-score deficit, lickety-split and two drives. And those are, you know, that's that's almost fifteen minutes of that's almost a whole quarter of football right there. That's where the game really got away. I mean, obviously the penalties and those things, the injuries, what was called, what wasn't called.
0: Um, we had an 82-yard scoop and score yeah, by Cam it, it, Bynum nullified, is... and I, I mean that it, 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 that that situation with Bynum, I mean, and the penalty, whatever it was, that was a 50-50 situation where it seemed yeah. like, and we're, we're not going to preach the losers' lament here and just go down the road of officiating costing the Vikings a victory, but nevertheless, that was a massive, massive 50-50 that went the right. other way. There's nothing
1: you can control yeah. about any of that. I mean, I think kind of one of the one of the the more interesting points of this entire game is how Jalen Williams was in there for Caleb Evans at yeah. the end of the game. Feels
0: like a Caleb guy. Yeah. And
1: right? uh, yeah, I think that's what that's I, I didn't see him getting any medical attention or anything like that. So, you know, and then for Jalen Williams, he ended up getting the uh, a really very, very ticky tack uh, illegal contact call on a oh, third Josh down Reynolds. that would have, you know, would have gotten us the ball with even more time on the clock. Yeah. So there's it, that's this game. There's a million <laughs> things that you could look for. But you know what? Again, let's go back. I mean, four interceptions. Four. Yep. Right? And you're not going to win a lot of football games when you rush the ball for 18 yards yep. and throw four interceptions. It's not sustainable. Right? What? I mean, injuries are I, – I get all that. Yeah. But still, one of the interceptions didn't bother me because it was like a punt. It was fourth down, throw yep. it in there. You know, that, that's fine. But. You know, like even the last play of the game, he didn't need to make that kind of a throw yet. We still had time. He could have, you know, didn't need to force it in there. I understand if it was the last play of the game or second to the last play of the game. I get that, but take what's there and, you know, live to play another down. So, here we go.
0: The injuries that uh, we're mentioning uh, include Jordan Addison and T.J. Hawkinson both leaving during the game and not returning. So, like, no Byron Murphy Jr., no Brian O'Neill into the game. Um, I mean, you're a former coach. You know when you have the entire week to get things ready, it's it's you know, I'm not going to say advantageous, but you can at least get things squared away. When you lose yeah. players like Addison and Hawkinson during the game, Makai Blackman and T.J. You want him during the game i don't know if a caleb evans got yanked or not but nevertheless he got pulled out of the game and didn't come back so your corners at the end of the game against one of the best offenses in the nfl scoring 27 and a half a game andrew booth jr and jalen williams undrafted from indiana doing the best he can it was his nfl debut today i mean that's tough sledding it is
1: it is and and you know guys got to pick up the slack and Justin Jefferson with six receptions, 141 yards, and TD. Yeah, and that thing of beauty on that last. <laughs> oh, track. yeah. It, I mean, was it was one on two. It was fantastic. It was. I mean, oh, it was. It was. It was Buffalo esque. Yeah. In, the, in that respect, and then, of course, this year we don't yep. finish it. We, you know, give it away. So, um, I mean, this team fights. They battle. They get themselves in position to win the games. They, they, they do that. But I have never in my life been more frustrated with the team you know it, it's like the ed ingram 15 yard penalty I know there's so many little things i know that uh that are that that are so frustrating along the way um and it, it doesn't take much like the margins are so tight if you want to play winning football you got to clean a lot of that up
0: Let's, uh, let's hear from Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell and what he said via the press conference following a 30-24 loss and a division-clinching Sunday for the Detroit Lions.
2: All righty. We, uh, we had four players uh, sustain some injuries and did not return. Um, Addison, Hawkinson, and Wanham will all be further evaluated. Addison with an ankle, uh, Hawkinson with his knee, and DJ Wanham, um, you know, we need to confirm... A potential quad injury. Uh, there, Blackman had a shoulder. Tried to come back, and was not able to uh, to keep going. Uh, thought our guys battled, uh, left everything absolutely out there. Um, some, you know, some critical plays to try to find a way to win the game there in the end. Um, but ultimately fell uh, a little bit short there, and uh, you know had our fourth turnover of the day, which we knew um, would be um, some tough sledding to try to overcome losing uh, the turnover battle like that. But Proud of our guys for the way they battled. Um, Got of tip your hat to uh, Dan and his group over there. Um, you know, hard-fought, hard-fought football game and, and uh, you know, very much a, a tough feeling in that locker room right now. These guys continue to battle, continue to work. I can tell by the look in their eyes that they're ready to go back to work, figure out where, you know, where we have to overcome uh, possibly some injury adversity and, and get back to work this week and prepare for uh, another home game next week. What did you see with Nick's game? Uh, you know, I thought uh, you know he was he was aggressive with his arm. I thought there were some opportunities um, that uh, even on you know some of those turnover some of those turnovers that happened. I thought there were some you know potential grass to maybe throw the ball away from defenders or things like that. But I thought Nick battled. Oh. Um, but you know he'd be the first one to tell you when uh, some of those you know some of those tur- turnovers are just huge momentum swings and requires a lot of stress on your defense, especially when you are explosive. As we were today on offense, uh, I think we we're somewhere around uh, 7.6 yards of play. But we just, when we moved it, we moved it pretty quickly via some explosive passes. And then, uh, you know, when we didn't, our, we left our defense on the field far too much um, with some of those t- turnovers and, and asking them to overcome um, a lot there against a really good offense. And, and uh, you know, just didn't do enough in the end to win the game. Had a chance. When there's that many turnovers on the downfield throws, do you? Wonder if you're asking him to do too much? or? Well, I think we've got to try to do what we think to win the football game. Um, early on, you know, we had, you know, they were doing, they were playing a little bit more base defense than what we've seen to our 12 grouping, uh, which gave us the opportunity to get some throws down the field. Once we kind of established what the plan was um, to how they were going to play, Justin, uh, there were some things available to us. Uh, And then, you know, I think we ended up a little, you know, about a yard and a half of carry and and just did not think after the long drives um, that, you know, the best thing to do would be risk third and seven plus, um, you know, on those metrics when we thought there was some uh, ability to move the football via the pass, which we were able to do. Um, But that's, you know, we'll take a look at all those interceptions and and try to coach Nick up, uh, whether it's decision making, whether it's, you know, timing, whether it's just accuracy, trusting the design and where we want the ball to end up. Um, you know, we'll take a look at all those things and, and uh, adjust our game plan accordingly uh, moving forward. But in the end, we're you know always going to do what we think is best to try to win the football game in the moment. Um, and I just once again credit our guys for battling, overcoming some adverse circumstances. And um, you know, there were some momentum plays that the Lions made. There was a couple momentum plays, uh, you know, that uh, where they were able to get some. You know, free yards out of some decisions, and, and uh, ultimately, uh, you know, we just couldn't overcome all those things, and, and we've got to continue to strive to do that. That's what December football is all about.
1: Kevin, on the one he threw to Jordan there, it looked like uh, he might have had some space if he'd let him a little further outside. What was the conversation? Yeah, it was
2: that. It was that. You know, once the corner nails down on Justin, um, the design of the play is to, you know, work a three level throw when a deep thirds or Corners, quarter's corner, if they're rolling to JJ, whatever it is, uh, we're just trying to leverage the deep defender and use the grass we have available to us to potentially drive it away from the defender. Um, defender was able to come back and kind of undercut Jordan coming back to the football, which normally lead, m- means when it's the safety, it normally means uh, that we probably could have drove that ball, you know, flattened away from the defender. Um, kind of a, a standard play. We ended up hitting that play in the two minute, uh, just with JJ on the top shelf, made an unbelievable play. Um, there on the the uh, running clock, third and forever that we had.
3: Yeah, Kevin, how would you just sum up the way Justin
2: played today? Yeah, he battled. We we were doing some unique things with some motions, some different type of tempo motions, some different things to try to stress their coverages, knowing that there was a huge plan for him um, out there. Um, I just you know where he's at, missing as much time as he has over these last couple weeks to really be working through it. This guy was. You know, he's, he's going to leave it all out on the field. That's what I love about him. Uh, he's so tremendously talented. He's such a competitor um, that uh, we're going to continue uh, to try to feature our best player, regardless of, of what the defense tries to take away. Uh, most, of his co- most of his completions, I don't know what he ended up with, but most of those uh, completions were either against double teams or possibly a third defender, depending on how you count the underneath coverage.
1: On that final interception of
2: Justin, is Justin sitting down? Or is no, he's staying on the move. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I'll have to take a look at it. But, you know, we were trying to basically, Justin lined up outside and ran a, some similar concepts. He ran, lined up the two spot, three spot. We were just trying to move him around and then play people off of him. Um, and, I, you know, it looked to me like there was a little grass maybe out in front. Uh, Nick kind of got flushed up to his left. It's a tough throw to then direct that ball maybe to the back, back uh, you know, back half of the end zone there towards the pylon. Um, but that was the intent.
0: Kevin, what was the uh, explanation about the Jared Goff fumble
2: and completion yeah so it was uh, confirmed via the replay assist um, which was unfortunate because you know I I would would have loved to just hear that it was an official's ruling and then I we, maybe I could have thrown the flag um, and took it to the challenge the views that I had uh, I did not necessarily see it the same way um, but that's why I'm on a, our sideline and and not you know in the field officiating the game so clearly, Uh, Maybe it's maybe there's some views I did not see. Um, There was, you know, there were some things that clearly I mean, that's uh, momentum uh, in its purest form when your defense can force a turnover and get seven points out of it. Um, Huge momentum plays. You know, there was another, I think, second and 26 um, where, you know, they got us for a roughing call. Um, Have to go back and take a look at that one. Uh, The illegal contact on Jalen Williams. Um, just knowing how they were defending us a lot of the day with some hands on in the in the move area. Um, go back and take a look at that as well. But the uh, fact of the matter is we didn't do enough to win the football game, overcome whatever adversity, whether it was injuries or anything else. Um, so um, there was, you know, there were some things there that um, clearly, you know, we've either got to coach better uh, from a technique standpoint, uh, or just get a little clarity on how to do that. Yeah, why, would, why, why was know, Williams would. in there? Uh, Jalen, I think we were getting into some of our uh, multiple DB groupings there on a third and long, Um, and I believe at that point um, Caleb Evans was out of the football game, and uh, I I believe he was taken out of the football game.
1: Kevin, on the roughing, what
2: explanation did they give you for why they threw the flag? Did not get one on that, Ben. You mentioned injury adversity, are some of those injuries going to be significant, do you think? Uh, I do believe so, I can't confirm any of those, but with two weeks, left to go. Um, you know, we've got some really tough guys. We've got some guys that are all trying to battle uh, their way back in there, um, but I do believe so.
1: With DJ, you, you mentioned quad, there's no concern about knee or anything?
2: Um, I, I have great concern about the injury, um, but as of right now, our, our initial diagnosis on site here uh, is a quad injury. Um, the severity of that, I'll, I'll have to let you guys know. But you could see what DJ means to our team. Um, One of those guys that probably hasn't gotten enough credit for the type of year he's had Um, and you know our guys The one thing about our guys is 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 we got the right kind of guys It's as close-knit of a group as I've been around It's what makes losses like these hurt and when a couple of their brothers go down three four guys go down with some Some what may be significant injuries, you know, it it takes a lot to continue to persevere and push through and I thought our guys tried to do that uh, throughout the football game
3: knowing you guys probably need
2: to win out now. Yeah. Yep. What do you think
3: with the mindset of that team in the locker
2: room? Yeah, I mean, some of our J.J., some of our captains were immediately, when we were breaking down the team, uh, talking about uh, the next opportunity, going back and improving, getting healthy, um, recovering from a tough, hard-fought game. I challenged them to leave it all out there. They absolutely did. Uh, we knew it would be close. We knew it would be a grind all the way down to the very end. Uh, we just wanted to have an opportunity to maybe make a play or two to 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 try to get ourselves a victory, and and it was all right there. And uh, credit them for getting the stop there at the end.
0: Why do you think things came back to the pack for Ty Chandler? I mean, I know they became a pass-first operation when they got down nine, like 30 to 21, but, I mean, even in the – he scored a touchdown, uh, but even in the early stages of the game, getting the run
1: was not as easy as it was last week. No, it wasn't, and I guess that's the other thing, is, is he had eight attempts the entire day. We ran the ball only 11 times. So when, when, you're, when you're trying to look at the 36 passes and, you know, only 11 runs, we, it just wasn't part of our, our DNA in this game. I mean, it wasn't part of our plan, I don't think. We didn't really we, – we, we, we did enough early yep. and then got away from it. And as the game got away from us, that's – you know, that kind of came back to haunt us. And you can see how Detroit, late in the game, efficiently ran the football, and that helped Limit them third, you know, third mediums, third and shorts, or move the chains. So, a um, bit of a head scratcher, but I think that was maybe part of the call sheet that was just forgotten about, if you will, um, because of the way this game went. Nick Mullins uh, threw uh, for.
0: 300 and uh, make that 411 yards. Wow. His second 400-yard game. His first took place in his rookie year with San Francisco against Seattle when he went for four and change, but before interception. So let's hear from Nick Mullins and what he had to say following the Lions' victory today.
3: What's up, guys? Um, First Merry Christmas. Um, Close game. Obviously, we didn't do enough to get the win. Um, You can have an explosive offense, but crucial mistakes will always hold you back. Uh, But we're excited to put our head down and just keep working and um, just keep going.
1: What did you see on the last play?
3: Yeah, um, tried to step up. Um, I could either put it like further out or right on him. And I tried to put it right on him. And obviously the ball didn't exactly come out exactly how I wanted it to. And um, that's unfortunate the way it ended like that. Um, We had a chance to win it at the end. And uh, we didn't get it
2: done that's what I saw just in the bigger picture how do you view a 400 yard game with the four picks and the touchdowns all mixed in
3: personally I think I just have to take the next step like I believe that I'm a very good quarterback but what's it going to take take to take the next step and um, so that's something that I'll always you know the NFL is all it's a mental game it's you versus you and uh, so that's just what I keep striving for just hard work execution uh, trust the guys around me and um
2: what do you think? What do you have to do, or what do you think the next step is?
3: I think just keep playing ball. Keep your head down. Keep working one, st- one step at a time. Um, focus on your responsibility each play, and uh, just keep striving.
1: Nick, on the turnovers, did you view those more as decision-making things, or ball placement things, or what did you see as the big thing? There? Yeah, a
3: lot of ball placement. Um, I I believe I'm a very accurate quarterback. Um, I did make a lot of good throws today, um, but those um, the pylon, the pylon uh, to the left. Um, Got to drive it more and bring it over to the left. Um, and so yeah, just a couple of those. And then like the, dia- the diagonal to Jordan Addison. Um, if he beats him across and you put it on him, um, if he gets undercut, then you loft it over the top and there was space out there. There was space, uh, but I just didn't make it accurate enough throw. Um, so decisions, accuracy, um, you have to be elite at all times. And um, I've done a good job of making plays and moving the offense. Um, and we've worked really hard collectively to move the offense. Uh, but just, um, you have to avoid those mistakes.
2: Nick,
3: just how would you describe what Justin did today? On the field? Justin's a beast, uh, plain and simple. He's a great teammate, he works hard, and, um, and he's a beast. Uh, I mean, you just have so much trust in him. Uh, put the ball up, make him plays. Um, that's who he is, it's what he does. And uh, he's an awesome teammate and an awesome player.
0: On the third and 27, I mean, just kind of take us through what you saw with Justin making that catch.
3: Uh, yeah, so I believe we had a pretty similar route to the previous interception, like the first half. Um, we had basically the pylon uh, with stuff coming to it, and uh, the corner was here, the safety was here, there was space, so I just drive it, try to give him a chance, and uh, he made a great play. Um, it was a great catch, and uh, it gave the two-minute drive life.
2: In terms of the
1: aggressiveness there, I guess how much is that sort of your, I guess natural way of playing quarterback, and how much is that coaches encouraging you? Hey, try to chase big plays outfield when you have. Them?
3: No, I think the coaches, um, the coaches do a great job of putting us in the right situations, and then um, part of me playing quarterback is just going through progressions, uh, accurate balls, being decisive, and um, and that's what I have to do to be efficient, and that's kind of how I've always played. Just be accurate, make good decisions. And uh, obviously it's not perfect, but you strive to do that uh, to the best of your ability um, as consistently as you can.
0: There were a lot of open receivers and downfield plays that you had opportunities to create a lot of explosives. What what was working specifically kind of from the game plan
1: that was able to create some of those explosive plays?
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, there was space in the zones um, with some of the concepts that we had and just finding those zones and placing the balls and trusting the receivers. Um, we'll get to that spot. And then uh, when we got man coverage, um, we have really good skill guys that can separate and win. Um, so there was manner zone. Um, we had really good concepts uh, to put our receivers in the situations to make the plays. Um, and we did hit a lot of them. We had a lot of big plays. Um, obviously, those have to outweigh the mistakes. Um, but we did move the ball. We were explosive. Um, and the O-line did a great, great job up front. Uh, they battle all day. Can't say, like I say I love those guys all the time, but I really do. like, They're a great group. Uh, they're great teammates. They battled their butts off. And um, that's all we can ask for. That's cool. Nick, what's the level of confidence within the locker room knowing you guys probably to win out to make the playoffs? Yeah, we got two more. Um, see where the chips fall where they may. We're ready to get back to work, head down, um, to smooth football, stay efficient, like I said. Got to play collective team football. Uh, we know we can do it. Um, Now we just gotta go back to work, put our head down, keep working, and uh, we're excited for it. Um, The guys we have in the locker room, on defense, offense, special teams, uh, we love football, we love work, we love being around each other, and um, that's what it's all about, so we're gonna keep working for sure.
0: Green Bay next, it's a border battle, it is Sunday night football, and uh, the Minnesota Vikings will operate from seven and eight, Uh, still not out of the postseason, they can't win the division, the Lions did it today, Uh, but uh, nevertheless. I, I, the a topic is getting guys
1: healthy right oh, I, I, yeah absolutely I mean this is this the amount of injuries this team has sustained this year has just been mind-boggling right I mean and, and you, you look at Marcus Davenport right I mean you can start you can start and defensively especially we have just put people guys in and cycled them in and just you know whatever they've all stepped in and, and, and did the best that they can but at some point, you know, you lose Hocketson, you lose, uh, you know, uh, Addison. You're losing your playmakers, right? You're losing the playmakers, in, in, at times when you really need them, then KJ stepped up, so uh, did a Powell very, very good job. Brandon Powell stepped Tough up, guy, Brandon you know, Powell. did a nice job at the end, and so I, I guess, you know, overall, yeah, the next man up. But I've um, never quite, se- I've never quite seen it like this. This is it's it's remarkable. Yeah, the number of guys that we've. And then you, you look at Jordan Hicks coming back and what a difference he made. Mm-hmm. You know, having Jordan Hicks back, I was surprised. Played the entire game. This yeah. is a guy that had his leg wide open for four days. Wow. And then, you know, we talk about tough. Holy smokes, you know. And, you know, Brian O'Neill does he come back against Green Bay? I mean, yeah. you're going to the game without Brian O'Neill. Right. He would have been important today as well. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I it, It's just... I feel for the coaches, man, trying to figure out who to put on the field, and it's constant change and changing personnel during the game. I mean, it's nuts.
0: Good job as usual, my brother. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, all right? Uh, and I will see you, Pete Bursich, Tuesday at the Vikings Entertainment Network for his film study and uh, the recording of my sit-down with Kevin O'Connell and X's and O's. Thank you very much for listening to the Vikings post-game report. The Detroit Lions are the 2023 division champions after beating the Minnesota Vikings 30-24 to at U.S. Bank Stadium. This was a Curly Harris and Candice Anderson production. And on behalf of everybody, I'm Paul Allen. Have a very Merry Christmas and thanks for listening we yeah.